What's good? This is your boy Tony P. Well, this is Ethically Speaking, and I have here with me the one and only Deja and Zoe. Ladies, introduce yourself to the K. What's going on? It's your girl Dash, honey. Okay, get ready for a girl. Okay, period. What's popping? Is Zoe Sean? All right, so I'm here with Deja and Zoe, and we are going to talk about a lot of things tonight. But one of the things I was going to speak on. So one of the things I was going to speak on um, was going to be, oh, you so petty, <laughs> was going to be prison bait. He asked you guys, we were talking earlier, but the mic was not plugged into Tony. Yeah. Right. Hey, guys. <laughs> I am so dead. So listen, what the hell? Oh, that's your table? Is that how your table's made? <laughs> you have. <laughs> I'm like, well, what's the Right, right, what the hell? Okay, so let's keep it moving right along. Long story short, we were speaking on prison bays and how people find that there's a fascination in having a bay in prison. We talked about the, what's the thing, the reality show. But a lot of people chimed in on my live about prison bays, so I decided to take it to the audio and talk more. Deja had a prison bay, so I'm going to talk to Deja about her prison bay. Everybody was talking about their prison bays. I don't know if you like... You could talk about how it was for you. Like some people like to do the prison base. Some people just get stuck with a prison base. Some people go to the prison for a prison base. And some people just don't mind their bay in and out of prison. So how was your experience with your prison base? See, my nigga's a smart nigga. He just got caught in some bullshit, okay? Speak loud. So my nigga will not be in and out of jail. So I stayed down because guess what? I know he's not going to be returning back because if he do return back, he understands that Deja will not be returning back with him. Okay, so you're not going to do the time again. No, I will not. So how long did you do? He did two and a half years, basically three. Did you do the two and a half, basically three with him? Of course. I'm not no cheap ass bitch. Don't play with me on this motherfucking podcast, huh? <laughs> Excuse me. I just said, I'm a whole, I held his ass down. He's in my smoke with I mean, that's not where I was going with yes, this. This ain't a Gail King interview. <laughs> no, no, I was no, just asking. Let me get my mouth to yeah, I was just asking a simple ass question. And the question was, how long did y'all do? You did almost three years. So how was it? Was it like emotionally? Was it stressful? It had ups and downs. Like I used to get stressed because it's like motherfucker. You spend like a hundred dollars every week on just getting your food. Did you ever that, go that's another bill? Did you ever go and look and see how much the commissary actually was? I was paying giving him a hundred dollars and he would spend that hundred dollars in that one week. And you'd so, be like, What the fuck are you doing with the money? Okay. Now that shit is high. So my father's no, not my father's incarcerated. So he always like asking for fucking money. Like honestly, and I don't understand. Like watch, no, he don't ask me for the money. Watch how you bang on the table because it's gonna pick up. But no, he don't ask me for the money. Um, Do you talk to him? I ain't talked to him about two good years. That's not good. That ain't good, is it? Yeah, it ain't. I mean, what I'm supposed to do? Call him. You know somebody that's speaking with your dog. Exactly. And they know me, right? Okay. Okay. But let them, okay. But you okay. can't think like that. That's but how am I thinking like that? Well, how am I going to tell somebody? It's too short for bullshit. Exactly. We're going to keep it moving. Like it's too short for bullshit. Like so if bull, so bullshit approaches, you close the door on it and you keep it moving. So back to this prison bay conversation. No regrets. But like, anyways, so other than financially stressful, like what else? Like does it does it? How does it actually affect your day to day? Does it affect it? It affected in the beginning, but after a while, it becomes normal. 
Like, what do you mean? No, <laughs> like this bitch ain't doing. No, like you, like you get used to it, like you get adapted to it, like so it gets normal. So it's like, okay, maybe if he don't call me today, I know he's in the hole. I know he was fighting. He'll have somebody in there pass on the message. Boo, I started fighting. I'll be in the hole for 30 days. When I get out, I'll give you a call. We'll write. Like, it was communication is good. Niggas are smarter than a lot of motherfuckers can draw. I got a picture in the room. He draws. He got a picture draw for me. Yeah, like, they, they can, like, they're very talented. That They just lock us down. I was watching an interview with Keisha Kaor, and she was discussing um, Gucci's transformation. And she was speaking on how he was able to transform in jail mentally. And, of course, we saw the physical um, transformation and in their relationship. So she was saying that during their relationship in jail, like, how that's why I asked you, like, did you do the time with him? She was like, literally, she did the time with him. Of course, she was out or whatever. But she was like, she would adjust certain things based on how he was living. Yeah. So they were on a schedule, and she was like, she would get up, and hopefully he was doing the same thing or whatever as far as working out. So they got on the work. Yeah, taking the shower, the working out, the praying, the talking on the phone. And she was mentioning something like that. If he went missing for a few days, a message would get like, yeah, he in the hole, da, 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 da. And that's interesting. And like going into that, we can speak on that because Deja... When it comes to how niggas can get messages out of the prison, I know that. So it comes to a point when if you're not reaching out to me, how the hell am I going to keep continue to reach out to you? You know what I mean? So that's 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 where I'm at with that situation. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That's why we let it rock because we're going to talk about. It. But it's like, nigga, if you can make alcohol, you can get tattoos. You can do surgeries. Niggas removing moles and they're living. I mean, I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Like, every relationship is a two-way street. You can't just expect one person but to sometimes it's okay pour to into a cup and the other person, you know, they're receiving but not reciprocating. Right. But, I mean, all you can do, you know, try. Keep trying. Exactly. You know, I mean, we all try differently. Yeah. I mean, I've tried. Yeah. You know your worth at the same time. So it is. Yeah. It is. And I was like, damn. <laughs> damn, daddy. <laughs> that's your father <laughs> but like those that's a good that's a good conversation parents and kids so that's a good question that's a good topic and a conversation within itself and I should definitely get on that parents and kids on lockdown like how are you communicating how is the relationship because sometimes now that I'm thinking about <clears throat> that time could actually be used to repair relationships versus yeah. relationships continuing to be in the ways that they are. Mm -hmm. And that's relationships across the board, whether it's ex-wife, husband, wife, that's whatever. You have that time. It's a lot of time you have on your hand. It's a lot of time you have on my, your hand. So that's a good thing. So would you do it again? No? Yes? Maybe so? I just told you. Oh, no, yeah, you yeah, I don't know because I don't know if it was recorded or not. Maybe we were, but you wouldn't like we were recording. All right, so basically, I wouldn't do it again. And the, re the reason why is because if he get locked back up, you're a selfish ass person, especially if you got a family. That's what I said, and that's the thing. I had that conversation. I felt like, y'all, we have a kid in the background, Deja's little boy. So you know, just ethically speaking, sometimes ethic things happen. You know, little boy in the background doing his thing in his room. Um. That's crazy. Like, that's crazy. Because I say that too. 
Like it's like you get locked up, like you know you're gonna be good, but you got people out here that you that has to get looked over as well. Right. You're not that's very selfish. I do it again. I just basically to me that's basically especially if you got a kid, that's basically like saying, Fuck my son, fuck my daughter. I'm about to go out here and do some dumb ass shit. That I know this just, I don't know. See, in my situation, there was a there was a there was another source of opportunity. It wasn't as resourceful in the beginning as the other route of work, but it had the potential to be something big because of the lack of that service in the area that we resided in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you go do dumb shit that they're telling you, like the people are telling you, my nigga, don't do no dumb shit. Because if you do some dumb shit, you could just kiss that shit goodbye. And you continue to do dumb shit. I feel like you're selfish. And I feel like you're less. Me personally, that's some that's some little bullshit. That's not being a man. Being a man is accepting what you got to do and doing your responsibilities the right way. That's how I feel. Right. What, could you see yourself... Having a prison bay? Um, right now, the life I'm living now. Mm-hmm. No, I can't see myself. Yeah. It would take too much. Like, would you? Let's say, would you not give stuff. all of your time? Mm-hmm. But would you be there? Yeah, of course. Because those phone calls are something serious. Of course, you know. Whatever happened, came down to it. Of course, I would be there. You know. Not saying it's oh, don't ever. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, you made a mistake. Yeah, accept it. But I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes you don't know your reaction to a situation until you're in. Until you're in it. So yeah. I can't say, oh yeah, I'm gonna hold you down. Da 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 da. I would. That's my intentions. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. Cause shit happens. Yeah, you don't know that sentence. If yeah. it's life, what the fuck I'm gonna do? You know right. what I'm saying? I'm gonna have a relationship for the rest of my life. Hell no. Life? Oh, hell, oh, hell, hell no. no. You know, life? We could talk. Mm-hmm. But we, can I'm, talk. we can talk. We can talk. We can always talk. And anybody I ever deal with is going to have to understand that. Yeah. If that was to happen. Mm-hmm. So, everybody has a different outlook on a prison, babe. We will definitely continue this conversation. I want to get more feedback from different people to see how they feel about the prison, base, if they ever had a prison, babe, if they were a prison, babe. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to find the prison, base. So, quarantine. We are in the middle of what is it? We're coming out of quarantine. Bless you. Was that a little COVID? Uh, okay. Don't make me knock you off the mic over, bitch. <laughs> Whatever. Listen, insurance. So, <laughs> quarantine. How 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 have y'all been living during quarantine? How is it treating you? I've been straight. I'm still collecting the blessings during Amen. this quarantine. It's that not bothering awesome. me, honestly. This is my lifestyle. I like being at home anyway. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that just gives me a more reason to not spend money. Yeah. Because uh, if a bitch would have said, you want to go to uh, Apple? I'm and like, yeah. I'm not dealing with forced interactions with people, you know, just home with the people that matter, your friends and your family. Period. You know? What have you, Zoe, what have you learn about yourself during quarantine have you done any soul searching like have you taken the time to do that during quarantine i'm not gonna lie it's been some moments where 
I noticed some things I don't like about myself. So I could say, yeah, that's a little bit of self-reflection uh-huh. because I'm taking the time out to realize, oh, <laughs> this isn't pretty about myself. Yeah. It takes away from who I am. I look ugly as shit when I act like this. Oh, I like that. Okay, so stop right. Let's mm-hmm. stop right there. So this is an audio podcast, but I like what Zoe just said. Zoe is a very beautiful person, you guys. Thank you. But she just said something very important that I preach a lot. She was saying that she saw something about herself that she was doing that when she did it made her look ugly as fuck. And a lot of people don't understand that. You can be beautiful as shit. Like, you can be the most... I said it the other day. The prettiest people have the ugliest faces. Like, or the ugliest... What was it? The prettiest faces are the ugliest people. They have the ugliest souls. Yes. And I wonder why. Honestly, I feel like sometimes people egos are fed. Egos. All throughout their life. Mm. They're bad. Oh, I want you. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody want to be around you. Everybody wants you. Yeah. You have shit. Everything that just looks a certain way is the total opposite. Mm-hmm. People need to know it. Like, Preach it's on crazy. it. Like, all the, it's crazy. I'm not going to say all the bad bitches. Yeah, but not, not all the bad a bitches. A lot of bad bitches. Let's say a lot. Because a lot. That's, that's, that's facts. A mm-hmm. lot of bad bitches can only just give you a face. Give you a face. It ain't even just you know, sometimes it's not about just money. I'm talking about personality. A lot of bad bitches don't have personality. Uh, They're just attitude. That's it. Like, you know. They're just selling face. Exactly. And, I, and they take away from how they look because it's like, damn. Right. That's all you got. And that goes over into celebrities. Oh, okay. Like, the celebrity that you fuck with the hardest is the one that don't speak. <laughs> Have you noticed, like, Beyonce doesn't speak a lot? I feel like Beyonce is just a private person. She don't say much because she don't want her messages getting misconstrued. Exactly. That's all they do. That's, that's they what mean. they do. And I like her approach. Yeah. I give you. I, I believe like she's humble. I believe. Yes, I, I believe don't she's do, definitely. I don't like forced interactions. Exactly. Like small talk. Be not forced. Why? She don't want to why? Why are we small talking? Like if I ain't putting nothing out, if right. there's not a cause, we don't even have any yeah, conversation. It's not my money. Hello? Like, no, like what, what is it about? We only talk about money. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that about their family. I mean, Jay Z is a little bit more open because he comes from a different. I thought like yeah, he comes from a background. different background. Like yeah. Beyonce was raised. Everything is about her career since day. Basically, one. since day one. Yeah. Since day one. So that's very big. During the quarantine. Have there been any like, bit like I'm not gonna say businesses like anything that you set out to do that you've been able to accomplish? Because like we're coming out of the quarantine and we've been in it now for like I'm gonna say at least a month and a half. About two, two, going on three months. Yeah, going on three months. I want to say the end of March they start taking it serious. Yeah, because I I've been locked down since March the 13th. Okay. Yeah. So at this point, I was like, yeah, whatever, come yeah. out. So what have you accomplished? Anything that you set out to do? Um, mm, of course, every day I try to accomplish something, but uh-huh. it's minor, big. It could be the dumbest thing to somebody else, but um, what have I accomplished? Well, I've been reading more, whether that sounds a little crazy. Oh, that's but good because that enriches like the mind. Every day you should read something. Yes. Because when you um, read, you're, you're gaining knowledge. Yeah, because especially us, our generation, we're so, you know, tapping with our phones. Yeah. We're not really reading the, the stuff we should read, the knowledge we need. We read other people's thoughts all day, other people's, you know, opinions, because that's all the internet is. 
all day, every day. That's important for our. That's important for our culture and our generations. Okay, so Deja, tell me, what have you been doing during this quarantine? We've been shut down, locked down. What have you been doing? Like, how has quarantine treated you? So I've been still going to work. I didn't have no time off due to the pandemic because I work at a hospital. Oops. I work at a hospital for high-risk pregnancy. It's been kind of like tricky though because a lot of people are just walking off clinic and it'll be positive for COVID. And I'd be like, if you knew you wasn't supposed to be in this department, this is for pregnant people only. And I get so heated because it's like, I'm putting my life on the line just for money and money is not worth my life. And then I have a son whose immune system is not even built. So, I don't know. When was the last time you had an interaction with a person with COVID? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, do we just need to end this interview? <laughs> no, I haven't had interaction. They walked into the office. Uh, and been positive with COVID. Yeah. Okay, oh my goodness. So, like, I mean, I know that, like, I have to ask these questions, baby. So, listen, like, we're friends, right? We're friends. And, like, there are certain things as friends that I know that everybody doesn't know, right? And during quarantine, you had the opportunity to work on some things. Right? What the fuck I had to work on? I'm fine. No. Oh, my goodness. That's always one. So, no, like you had the opportunity to work on a business of yours, right? Um, okay. So, would you like to take the time to speak on the upcoming business and just give us a little bit, like, on the upcoming business? Sure. Okay. So, I okay. put a lot of thought. And give us, like, make sure you're speaking loud so the people can hear you. Okay. So, I do have a hairline coming out called Dash Hair. Okay. Speak on I it. I took a lot of thought. A lot of time, a lot of patience. I was discouraged a lot because you see a lot of people doing the same thing. But as long as you stay creative and know you can stay in your own lane and know people can and know that you're creative, you're going to be straight. Because you're building a lane for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's there's room for everyone because each individual has their own presence. They have their own formula of whatever it is that they're selling. And I believe that looking, I believe that you'll probably be, you know, you'll be doing all right. Get the bundles, you know. When, when are we yeah, expecting? Yeah, I'm very, very creative. Well, like, when I are you expecting to? I want to say that I'm expecting to drop my business mid to end June. Mid to end June? Yes. All right, so you were saying June, mid, late June for the company, the business? Yes. All right. So we're going to see the bundles dropping. Yes. Like, I'm excited for you. You're going to see a lot of creativity. You're going to see a one and only. I'm you gonna see somebody with some hair, you're gonna be like, oh, that gotta be Dash hair. Period. Period. So, can I ask you, how did you come up with the name Dash? Because my name is Deja, and my dad always called me like Dash or Dage. Uh-huh. So, I was like, let me just use my name, because I was like, what else can I do? My, that part was getting so stressful trying to figure out what to name my business. So, I was like, why not just name it after me? Like, I'm a bad bitch, I'm crazy, I'm funny, I'm goofy, I'm loud, I'm moody, all type of. Different Thanks. styles of hair. Exactly. Right, so yeah. Go there. Period. So I'm 
happy as shit for you, and I'm ready to see it, and I do wish you much success. So, you guys, be ready, because I will have that interview when we drop, when she drops that uh, dash hair. We will be doing it. Yes. All right, so, like, during quarantine, like, is there anything that you've been able to, like, work on that you've been thinking about working on? Like, I know we talked about the hair, and I know that you're doing the whole still working because you're essential, but, like, have you had time to reflect on anything that you wanted to reflect on during this time? No, I've just been really focused on my business and trying to figure myself out, because I know I really just genuinely don't want to work for anybody. I'm, like, born to be my own manager, my uh-huh. own fucking person. So, this is my last job. I had a friend like that. Well, I have not had. I have a friend like that. Like, we, when we got out of high school, I think he graduated like a year before me, but we ended up working at the same place. And I knew, like, even though we have free range, like, in our job, like, low-key, I knew that this dude could not work for nobody. I, I knew right then that I was like, he, he's got to have his own business. Because, like, him working for somebody was not going <laughs> to, like, he just didn't take direction well. And, like, the job, the job wasn't that hard, but, like, he did not take direction well. It's like he did not want to follow directions. But he ended up starting his own business, and it's, it's very lucrative. It's a great business. It was something that he should have done, like, a long time. He started a tow trucking company. Like, and, it, and it's thriving. It's good. And I knew it. Like, working with him, like, you know, those people that just cannot work. Like, they have to have their own business. And I knew it. It wasn't that he had an issue. Like, like you just know some entrepreneurs when you see an entrepreneur. Like, it's just how they move. They move differently. Yeah. And that's just how it was. I was like, this dude cannot work for nobody. And now, like, he has a fucking thriving company. Like, I'm so proud of him. Like, so I know you can do it. Like, we all have to get out here and do our shit. Like, we do our stuff. We jump out here. We do whatever it is that we're trying to do, whether it's a podcast, selling ass, OnlyFans. Like, whatever you do, do your shit and do it well. Like, there's going to be other podcasts. Like, there's going to be other live shows. Make sure you're tuning in to Ethically Speaking every Monday at 8.30. Facebook and Instagram, PM. Thank you. It's going to be other shows out here, but there's only going to be one of you. Okay. At the end of the day, I definitely thank everybody for tuning in to my show. I'll make sure that you tune in every day. <laughs> Shit, hold up. Let me rewind that. Every Monday at 8.30 p.m. live on Facebook as well as Instagram. That is Ethically Speaking. E-T-H-N-I-K-L-Y-S-P-E-A-K-S-P-E-E-A. Fuck. S-P-E-A-K-I-N. On everything, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, and Anchor. Thank you guys for tuning in. This was a pretty interesting show. We out.